Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Back is Montgomery to the right of golf. Takes, gives to Montgomery, plunges into the middle of the end zone, standing up, and a triumphant spike of the football, surrounded by his Honolulu Blue teammates and the Lions. Have a one-point lead with 29 seconds to go. An 11-play, 73-yard drive covered in two minutes and four seconds. Jeff Joniak on your home for the Bears. It's Monday. You know, that you can be happy even when the Bears lose, even when they lose a painful one. It's Thanksgiving week. The holidays are here. Uh, but just when you think the Bears aren't going to kick you in the balls anymore, they, uh, they find, you know, they find a way. They find a way and they say, uh, basically, uh, assume the position and uh, get a nice wide stance, open up. And yeah. now I'm going to take the top of my foot. Right. And I'm going to squarely kick you in the nuts. Right. Preferably and, with uh, a high heel yeah, shoe. Right? I mean, that's basically, yes, yeah. you see our guy walking My by. My guy Brian <laughs> Dayton right there. <laughs> the guy walking by. Herb, he's, a, he's a Northwest Indiana pro, uh, prospect. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oh, I, I know. know that. Oh, you yeah, know. Him. I, I know, know the guy that, that okay. walks by. He walks by every day. Yeah. Right here at about lunchtime. And basically assume the position. Yeah. And right now we're going to. Because I said, well, with about five minutes to go, I said, hot damn, that Yurko was right. Yeah. I said, that blue plate special, that. That old bastard, Yurko, yeah, called it. That old senile old, bastard. I said he called sitting it. Sitting over here spinning yarns on a Monday and a Tuesday trying to I, convince the world that the Bears are going to win I, this game. I said, hot damn, the good kid nailed it. The blue plate special is going to cash. Peggy and I are upstairs high-fiving, talking about how, boy, the rest of the year is going to be fantastic. Everything's <laughs> going to be great. Everything is going to be great. The turkey's going to taste that much better. Turkey Marbear. Uh, I mean, Gretchen. Be, yeah, Gretchen. I smell those prunes. Yeah, I mean, it was going to be fantastic. Uh, but Matt Eberflus will find a way. Matt Eberflus, the, the defensive coordinator, just, yeah. Bam! With that golf shoe on that I've been asking for that I'm never going to get. The uh, Nike. The uh, Jordan. Nike. Just us. Air Jordan golf shoes that I'm never going to get. He's got those on. And he hauled off and he just started kicking each one of us in the nads. He has found the most unique way of all unique ways. They will call this the Eberflus. If you lose a game this way. Where with four minutes and 15 seconds left, you're up by 12 points. You find a way to lose. This is the Eberflus. Nobody has ever possessed the ball for 40 minutes and had a plus three in turnover ratio. No team in the history of football has well, ever found a way to lose a game like that. Since 1932. Yeah. yeah. But you know who did? The Bears. Bears. By the way, Yurko is not being like hyperbolic no. or, uh, you know... Like, that's a true stat. Doug Coletti had tweeted yeah. it after the game. Yeah. That since 1932, no NFL team plus three or better in turnover margin with 40 or more minutes of yeah. possession had ever lost a game ever. in the history of the NFL. Those ever. teams going into yesterday with that combination were 48-0 and 0 all time. 48-0. and 0. It's almost impossible to lose a game, possessing the ball for 40 minutes and being a plus three. It's impossible. I'm going to tell you how cruel uh, the NFL is, too. This is how cruel the NFL is. You win that game, and you get the guys feeling good about themselves as they move forward. You win that game. He's coming back. 
He's he's going to come back. I don't know. Because you got the good tidings. You're going to go play Minnesota. They lost to Denver yesterday. You saw Dobbs turn the ball over a number of different times. Well, that, that, that Denver's another Minnesota. one. Look. I'm telling you, they're feeling good about themselves. You get Detroit back here. For one reason or another, Jared Goff loves to throw interceptions against the Chicago Bears. He's done it. He's done it. When he was with L.A. and the Rams, yeah. he threw interceptions. Yeah. Yesterday, he threw interceptions. First one, maybe one not on him as much. Looked like a Porter kind of got bumped off his route. Yeah, by Gordon. By Gordon. Was it by Gordon? I think by Kyler Gordon. The other ball was tipped. The other ball was tipped, but I'm still not convinced that he saw yeah. Tremaine Edmonds right. there. Now, maybe he was looking at the deep crosser. I don't know, I but I'm still looking, not. He was looking at the guy behind him, and then the ball got tipped directly into the defensive mm-hmm. line. Uh, I forget who got that Tremaine one. Tremaine Edmonds had that one. Yeah. And then the other one, I know he didn't see T.J. Well, Edmonds. That was a bad one. That was that awful. That was a bad one. Yeah. I'd say like I, maybe I one and a half of them were on guard. But either way, I think you're heading now. You lose the way you lost that. No way in hell. It's over. Oh, it's wow. Over. I mean, who knows with this team? It's you never know. Over. But, uh, yeah. I can tell you who else's career here in Chicago is over. Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson's career in Chicago is over. The last four minutes, the last two drives, don't watch the you, tape yeah, of Eddie Jackson. You can't try to fool the world it's rough. of anything. You can't fool the world of anything at this point. It's, he, it's he was exposed. It's rough. He was exposed in that game. Yeah. So we thank Eddie Jackson for his efforts. And the dreams... Of Jalen Johnson being paid in the city of Chicago, the kind of money he wants will not happen. Some other team is going to have to be fooled into that. But it won't be Chicago. You're not getting 20 plus million from the Chicago Bears. You might fool somebody else. Somebody else with a, a garbage load of salary cap might be fooled into giving Jalen Johnson the money, but you can't give a good player great money. He's um, a good player. Harm. Yeah, he's a good player. He's going to play in this league for 10 years. He dropped the pick six. I yeah. know that. Dropped the pick six. That you know shouldn't guy, happen. You know what the guy from Dallas did? Uh, he made he a great dove, play for He intercepted the ball. He turned over, popped up, ran in for a touchdown. His fourth of the year. That's a great player. That great player making great plays will make great amount of money. That's the difference. Not turn th- on the film of that kid and turn on the film of Jalen Johnson. Interference penalty once again. Not Not four interceptions on the year. He's got six. He's got four pick sixes. Return for touchdowns. On the year. Deron Bland has four pick sixes in your for the Dallas Cowboys. Year, after you have two interceptions in one game, your second and third, you're up there giving everybody the dollar signs and the I want to get paid. And he dropped hey, the pick You six. will get paid somewhere else. And the Bears would have had a 14 nothing lead, right, the, at yeah. that point? Yeah, well, 14 nothing instead of 7-7 seven to seven on the next play. 7-7. Seven, seven. Great players make great plays. What did a good player do? A good player batted well, the ball down. And it's like good teams and good in, in bad teams and teams that just lose. I mean, yeah. good teams. Jalen yeah. Johnson makes the pick six. Tyler Scott uh, doesn't pull up right. his route and makes the catch. And the Bears probably ice the game. Right. When they took the lead with 4.15 left, when they, when they made the lead, excuse me, 12, which we'll get into that decision, and I don't disagree with that. When they made the lead 12 with 4.15 left, ESPN Analytics gave the Bears a 98 Point two percent chance, and the two percent of failure was Eberflus. It's not even two full percent, right? But one point eight percent. I got you, but the, it said one point eight percent, and then it said EE, and I'm like EE E Cummings. I go, who's this part? No, no. It said for Eberflus effect. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have to account for the coach suddenly deciding he is going to play the softest defense in the history of man and instilling the mindset of, guys, let's just not give up the big play. And instead, what would you do? 
They but sliced, even, even that, and but, they but, diced, but, and you missed tackles. No, that's the problem. Even that tackles. They, they dialed up some blitzes. And Yurko and I went back and watched oh, the film the this morning blitz? of the final two uh, you, Detroit possessions. Can't, you can't blitz from seven yards uh, deep. I, I mean, and, and Yurko, the quarterback's already dancing with the ball. Yurko oh, called it's it. time to blitz. He what? said, watch this ill-conceived uh, blitz. And he sent Gordon. Now, is this on Eberflus, or was this poor recognition? I don't know. But Eberflus and Sanborn. At this point of the season, it's allowed. It's if it, that's allowed, and it's got to be then allowed in practice. If it's allowed to come from where it came from, then yes, it's the EE, it's the Eberflus effect. Gordon and Sanborn blitz. They were at least seven yards away from the line of scrimmage. By the time the two blitzers the line of scrimmage. reached, engaged with any offensive lineman, the ball was the gone. ball was out of Jared Goff's hands. Gone. What in the world are we doing? What in the world By the is way, that? I That's your pressure? I haven't seen a call chart yet today, but if somebody wants to call and complain about Justin Fields today, oh, I don't think we'll get much of that. Hang up on yourself. Hang up on yourself. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I can't imagine we take a call complaining about Justin. This better be I all might complain. Defense. I might complain that he ran the ball 18 yeah. times and you're going to get your yeah. quarterback killed running right. him 18 times yeah. a game. I might complain about that, but you can't put this Can I give on out Justin. a game ball yesterday for yesterday's game? Can I give out a game ball? Sure. Stevenson, 29. Tyreek Stevenson played a game. Tyreek Stevenson, 29, gets the game ball. And on special teams, he forced that fumble also he on did. special teams. Game ball goes out to number 29. Why? And it's not the player of the week. We do that a little bit later on. We're going to hand those You're out. just giving a game ball Across, out. I'm giving a game ball out right now. And the game ball goes to Stevenson. There's a kid, a young kid, that impacts the game. While the veteran on the other side gets interference penalties and drops touchdowns and doesn't create points for his own team. I mean, it's everything. And by the way, Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson, two parties guilty on that touchdown that brought him within a score. Yeah, just poor Jamison Williams running wide open. And you could say Ben Johnson's scheme is good and he gets guys open, but Yurko will look at the tape with you and go, there's breakdowns here. What's Jalen Johnson Why is Jalen Johnson getting with instead instead of depth? depth? Right. Why are you getting with instead of depth? You've got the sideline there. What are you going to the interception point? He's not throwing the ball to him because you haven't baited him into throwing the ball to Lamont St. Brown. You need to bait him into throwing that ball. How do you bait him? By getting more depth. And then when he throws it, you break break up up. on that play to St. Brown. But if he does that, it also then doesn't allow Jamison Williams to be quite as open Uh, in the back of the end zone. Question is, why was he getting width and not depth? Yurko called that right away. Width, not depth. Why is is he getting width and not depth? And anybody who disagrees with me, watch the play again and then ask yourself that question. And you know what I do then? Go, aha. Or ask Matt Eberflus. Aha. It's a good question. Where's the spoon, right? Where's the spoon? Yurko called it right away. He said, problem here, Jalen Johnson's getting width instead of depth, and it allowed Jamison Williams right. to be pretty free and open. That was, that was easy pitch and catch. That was nothing. And that was the one that brought them within one they, score. They, that's a throw every Division one double A quarterback can make. That's a throw Tyler Bajan can make. Absolutely. And those are throws that quarterbacks can make. So it, it's all of these things. The defense was just dreadful, those final two drives. Oh, my God. You know, they couldn't tackle guys in bounds to keep the clock running. They missed tackles. First Sanborn. Yeah, the first Edmonds, tackle. Uh, terrible. On the sideline against Laporta. Keep them in bounds. That's 20 seconds that ends up coming off the clock. That's the, the, not the final drive. This is the second. And then you get Jameer right, right, right. Gibbs right in the middle of the field. Trell Edmonds, your $18 million linebacker. What do you come up? He shed, he shed him. Like a, a, a matador sheds a bull as he goes by him. Ole goes the native of Mexico. 
Okay, that's what happened on that play. And Edmonds with all his floppy hair all over the place is on the ground going, what happened? What happened is you didn't rap. You didn't get what Jameer Gibbs on the you ground. you got to put your arms around the guy. You Venus, you Venus de Milo'd it. You tried to tackle him with no arms. No arms. You got to use your arms. So not only did Jameer Gibbs get an extra 10 yards, he got out of bounds. He got out of bounds. We watched these last two drives again. The Lions' response was great, but a lot of that was aided by poor tackling and poor fundamentals by the Bears. They scored in six plays and a minute 16. And Yurko and I looked at and it And they today. ran the ball twice. They went from their 25. They did. They ran the ball twice. They went from their 25 to the Bears' 33 in just over a minute. It was like a minute and three seconds. They went from their 25 to the Bears' 33 in a minute. And then they went to the end zone. And Eddie and, Jackson and, and, was sitting there doing something, and Jalen Johnson was doing the, something, and both of them weren't covering any, anybody. They were covering that. They were covering an area that wasn't in immediate threat of, of scoring a touchdown. It just uh, it, it was a rough one yesterday. Again, it's painful to watch these. The Bears have now equaled their longest uh, losing streak within the division in franchise history. And the divisions have changed obviously over the years, but uh, these are we're counting just division games now. The Bears haven't won a division game in two years, folks. It was Thanksgiving of 2021. They've lost 12 in a row. That ties the franchise record for most consecutive losses within the division. They're not ruining my Thanksgiving. They've lost 12 straight. They're not going to ruin my Thanksgiving. I won't allow it. No, I won't either. Thanksgiving's too special. I'm going to get the sour taste of this out of my mouth today. Well, we'll do that with Bears fans. We've got full lines. It's Bears Monday. We'll take your calls coming up next. And all afternoon, 312-332-3776. We'll cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvia a little bit later. They'll have the coaches show today. Uh, we've got our players of the weekend later. We will go around the league a little, but lots of Bears calls. We want to hear from you. They just keep finding ways. It's really frustrating. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Right now I see a perfect storm brewing up at Hallis Hall. I don't give out many five-star blue plate specials, but this week, today, and today only, today only. on Monday, for free? before we get into the week, <laughs> The play is, and you're going to have to look it up. Okay. Bears money line. Bears money line. Boy, Bears it's be money like line. Plus seven hundred. Bears money line. Stop the laughter over on that side. Plus three ninety. Plus three ninety right Whoa. now. Plus three ninety. Your wager, Carm, right now. Yurko's calling it. Blue plate special. Wow. Pay for your Thanksgiving dinner today <laughs> by betting on the Bears money line plus three ninety. You heard it here first. Wow. Perfect storm. I thought he had it. I think everybody did. When you go up 12 with uh, four minutes to play. For two hours and 45 minutes, I was feeling good about myself. I thought Yurko nailed it. There was the Detroit game last year at Soldier. Yeah. There was the Denver game this This year. year. There's this game. I mean, are you kidding? Catastrophic. And Waddle was texting. He pointed out the the, the, think about not only the end of the game, but the end of the first half. And Yurko and I were watching some of that, too. They can't get teams off the field. They went down. They took the lead at the end of the half with that touchdown to Amon Ross St. Brown. Yep. Where, again, it looked like the Bears maybe were confused in the type of coverage they should have been playing there. And, you know, you get the Amon Ra matched up on a linebacker. I don't care how athletic Tremaine Edmonds is. Guess who's winning that? Yeah. Uh, And it just, uh, I mean, it's everything with the team. And then 
Even when it looked like, uh-oh, after Detroit scored to make it a one-score game, the Bears went three and out, but on the third down play, they had it. Third down and nine, deafening noise here at Ford Field. Snap back by Feeney to Fields. Pressure holds, throwing deep down the field for Tyler Scott, diving at the 28. He cannot retrieve it. Had a step on the dive, couldn't reel it in. It is fourth down. Lions are getting the football back with a timeout and a two-minute warning, down five. They went three and out. But they had it, and you heard Tom there. Oh, I think we all did that. Yeah. Tyler Scott trying to locate the ball. It takes it's a game of inches, not just baseball. That's right. All, all of these sports. It's all it took was he that to, little right. hesitation. He went to acquire the football. While acquiring the football, he did like a little skip step, and that was it, which slowed him down That's a little bit. Then he acquired it, it. And listen, your great receivers run through the football. When you start looking and you start leaning, that means you're not running anymore, or at least you're not running as fast as you can. Great receivers run through the football. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. When he's running, he'll run through the football. Justin Catch Jefferson. In perfect balance and keep on going. So They had it. I mean, was it was a little, great throw was, by yeah. Justin. The game's over. Right. If they connect there, that game's over. If you go to DJ Moore, you get a connection there. There's a possibility DJ Moore gets the first down for you. He did it earlier in the game. That's true. There's a possibility. But I don't fault him. I don't fault him. I don't fault Justin. He threw a good ball. The ball should have been caught. It wasn't. Young receiver. Uh, deer in the headlights, he looks up and he sees nothing but lights trying to find a football in the domed area. Okay? Yeah, I can have all the excuses in the world. All I know is that you didn't get it done. All right, what do we got? Do you want to take calls or do you want to read the, the Justin predictions real quick? That we all Why don't we take two handle? calls? We'll, we'll take some it. calls and then we'll read the Justin right. predictions. We yeah. all made predictions on what Four the game would look we like. We pulled them out. I've got Justin's numbers in front of me. Michael on the north side. What's up, Michael? I'd like to say a couple of things. First of all, uh, the offense and defense. Uh, as far as the offense, uh, Tyler Scott, okay, he fumbled that ball. Yes. Remember he fumbled the ball? Yep. And they gave him a real short field. Okay, and then went down two-yard guy. Two, two, and then um, uh, Jalen Johnson, two-yard line. Perfect pick-six interception. Yes. He dropped, he drops it. So that's, okay, you thought, you're talking about a 14-point swing right there. Right there, 14-point swing. Now, then he gets the P.I., he gets the P.I. Like and they get points off of that, too. And then Tyler Scott, hesitation. Mm-hmm. I, mean, and then, I mean, and then I'm going to go a little further. The coaching. Their prevent sickening defense they played at the end. Yeah. And gave them guys. I mean, it was pitiful. It was, it was, yeah, was awful. It was bad. It was yeah, bad. Yeah, it was all the way around. It was Combination bad. of things bad. That's what happens when you're a 3-8, and eight, when you've got six wins in, a, you know, almost two years. It's all bad. Jameis in lacrosse. Hey, Jameis. Um, years ago, I'm going to try to keep it civil. I'm not going to try to yell. I'm going to double down my bet. I'm betting sandwiches. I hope Kevin Warren and someone in the McCaskies has the balls to fire Eber Dust right now. It doesn't matter if it messes up the team or the guys, we're already messed up. Look at what we did yesterday. What is happening? None of this matters. So just get them out of here and let's move forward. But I'm putting it down. Barry's 
you, Waddle, Sylvia, all you, all of you, if he's there on the last game on the sidelines, I will buy you Bari. If he's on the sidelines in week for, 18? In week 18. Okay. All right. You're going to buy Bari. Then all right, Jameis. He's all got right, one down. He already lost one bet. I got I, news I, for you, Jameis. I'm hoping we're sending him sandwiches. He's going to be on the sideline. I know, but I, I hope we're sending him sandwiches. I, it is not a small thing, folks, that firing him would mean you'd be going to a third defensive play caller within one season. They don't have who else is going to call the defense. Oh, I, I can get my sister to call. I mean, she it, can read off a play sheet. She she can read off a play sheet. At least she might be more aggressive at the end of the game. I don't think they're going to fire him. Uh, Eva, call me. Jameis said. Uh, Jameis, I think we'll be getting sandwiches in the new year. Uh, Jackson's in Oak Park. What's up, Jackson? Uh, I was going to say the same thing. You got to get rid of this guy. I know they won't do it till the end of the yes, season, but yes. I mean, I was just screaming at the end of the game. They're not even calling timeouts at the right time. Yeah, if this man doesn't know how to call a timeout, and then I got, uh, well, I got. I don't know what did they miss uh, on a timeout. What timeout did they miss? I don't know Some about would that. Would argue to call him earlier. Well. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he essentially exactly. he stopped the clock for the Lions to allow them to win the game. Well, at I the don't very blame end, him. when they picked up the first down, I don't blame him for tying it. Uh, I don't blame him for taking a timeout. No, at, at the gonna... end of the game, he called the timeout when they were down near the goal line, right, where the Lions didn't have to rush to get up there. Yeah, but the they clock went, but... was running. He just called it, and then that was like the end of the game. If you're going to use the timeout, right. use them earlier so you have time on the back end to actually try and well, do I think something. That's what he was right. doing. Well, though, at that right? point, though, you let the clock you let the clock run. The clock is your friend. It's right. Not their the clock friend. was their friend. Why are you trying to make it? Not there, for, you know. Yeah, uh, keep the pressure on let the Lions. Let the time keep going there so they can make a mistake. Oh, they, so you think even he after called the first it round. and it allowed them to gather right. themselves right. and to to put the offense in place to score the touchdown? An illegal procedure penalty takes them back. It's and asinine. It's a ten second runoff. And it's, it's crazy because Yerk in that in that situation, the Lions are like trying to rush. Right. As the clock's running down, Iberflus on side. Timeout. Let them well, let them get again, set. I think it's when they got the, team, the first down, I think he's thinking I got they you. were now within two yards of the goal line. They're going in. Okay, okay. but but there's uh, only what, enough time if they run the ball for another one play. Too bad, so sad. He waited too long to implement this concept. Maybe they would have had, but what if you get an illegal procedure penalty and now you got a 10-second runoff? That's true. So you, what you did was you did them a favor. That's true. You let them relax and take a deep breath. Bingo. That's exactly it. I didn't think about that much in the moment, I guess. It didn't seem... The time was it, the Bears' friend at that point. The assumption can't be that they're going to score a touchdown. The assumption is we're going to stop them. Mm-hmm. We're not going to allow them to get in the end zone. And if that's not what you're working under, then you're walking, working under a false premise. Right, and then if that's the case, if his thought process was they're going to score, you should have let them do that on like three plays prior. Yeah, so you'd right have away. 40... Right. 50 seconds left on the clock to come down the other end. But none of those plays were like little goal line uh, situations 30 seconds before that. Well, that's why he mismanaged the entire end. I do feel like they let David Montgomery kind of walk in pretty easily. I think the Bears were like, they're getting in. Let's... They called the timeout. That's they the wrong time. In. That's the wrong time okay. to do well, it. Well, maybe it is. Th- th- that this was is the, the perspective. Time. That was the time to dig in. Okay. And this is the final line. This is our last stand. All right. Uh, as getting, a, the, getting the ball to our offense in a must-win score situation, has never worked. Yurko is applying uh, 10 years of NFL actual knowledge. I'm applying 16 to 18 years of playing Madden football knowledge (laughs) where he completely botched the end of the game where he allowed the Lions to run down the clock so far 
to give you no chance. But do you think he should have been taking end. timeouts before that? Yeah. If you yes. were going to yes. do it, if you if were going to do it, if you were going to do it, should have done okay. it from right. the jump. I don't know that I would have been taking timeouts before that. The clock is your friend in that scenario. Well, but why, that, would you, again, again, why would you then, be taking timeouts? Then time when out? it was yeah, against the lines, he called right. the timeout. Okay. You've got to make the choice of when to do it. He chose too late to do it. Okay, at that, that point. could be, but I also don't think he should have been taking once timeouts they, with well, a minute left. Well, that would have been ridiculous. Once they got to the twelve. Once they got to the twelve. Okay. All right. If, if they ran the ball, then you want to stop the clock. To give yourself enough time to score if you think they're going to score. That, that, that may be. They had to but, go for but a I, touchdown. But I certainly don't think on that final drive at some point, Matt Eberflus should have been calling timeouts. They that, had to we're, go. Not, we're not saying that, are but, we? But I'm just giving you the scenario right now. Okay. Is, there, is it your friend or is the clock not your friend? The clock was your the Bears' friend then you in that. never call a timeout in this situation. Okay. You never do. But if you did, it needed to be called they, a lot earlier. Called earlier. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I certainly don't think he erred by not calling timeouts before that. Maybe he did screw up once by calling get, it when he once did. Once they but... get to the first down, now it's screw it. Now we're okay. fighting for our lives down here. Right. And instead he did this the opposite. That's true. Right. Now we're fighting That's for true. our lives against the ticking time clock. That's true. You got a ticking time bomb. How nervous do people get? You got 24 seconds to, to uh, snap the right wire. And to get yeah, the instructions yeah, yeah. To, to get the bomb from blowing up. Yeah. How sweaty and jittery do people get? You get sweaty. One movement takes them back five yards. Now they're at the six with a 10-second runoff. Right. Now you don't have that luxury of time anymore. Okay, that could be. Now now it's it's everything's starting to tighten up a little bit. The scrotum is starting to tighten up just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A little the sphincter, sphincter not the scrotum. There's the scrotum's a, tightening. Both. I don't know. It rises. It rises yeah. in time of nervousness. Yes, it does. So... That's what you had on it your side. In times but of yeah, in times what of does it do? It rises. It rises. It, rises. it yeah. does. The, the sphincter. <laughs> everything. Have, uh, now, yeah, everything gets brought in. Everything uh, gets brought in. That's funny, Yerko. Yeah. The sphincter's tightening and the, the scrotum was rising. But, that, so you bring that's an interesting but, point then. Fine. But, but I certainly don't think they screwed but, up by not calling timeouts guys, before that. But, but, and now's that time's a calamity. Your team has got to be cool as, cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Your team has got to be able to be cool, cool as a cucumber. They were not as cool as a cucumber. They had that look of like, we've never been here. Mm. What's going on? We can't repeat the performance and we lose a game like this again. Oh, how do we win? They, they, they called, got no the, clue. They no called clue. the first time out when there were 31 seconds left because yeah. they picked up the first down. Yeah. So it's not like there was just eight seconds left and he called it. There were still 30 no, seconds. I think it was eight been... seconds and they had a legal procedure penalty. Well, then the, the game, game was over. over. I understand right. that. That so, would have been bad, but I'm saying right. but there was why? 31 left 31 when he when called, he called the timeout. Yeah. They weren't there ready to go yet. That time would have kept ticking. It would have kept ticking. It would have kept ticking. Now you stop them with no timeouts left in the pile, right? Because yeah, they In were the pile, out of timeouts. Now you yeah. got to unpile and you got to get everybody back yeah. to where they need that's to be. That's true. Right? So you go down to so 20 that's going seconds. Out and everybody's looking. Go down to 20. Quarterback's looking. Yeah. Now all of a sudden he gets in and he tries to get a fumble. Yeah. Ball could be on the carpet. They could have the illegal procedure penalty. Now they do that, give you the five-yard penalty, 10-second runoff. Now you're sitting there with seven seconds left, no timeouts, yeah. at the six-yard line. Well, you you uh, know you got to pass the damn ball. You are assuming that there's a 10-second runoff. I mean, you're assuming a penalty. You well, no, I'm saying, happen. no, they of course, uh, well, nobody knows what would happen. I know. Here comes saying it gives you a chance. I'm yeah. painting you a scenario. He yeah, essentially did something that eliminated the chance right. of the Lions doing Something it wrong. probably would have clocked it, I'm guessing, with like 20 maybe. seconds left. Maybe. They would have, yeah. but they lose it down then. They lose it down then. They just which is even, the first. But which they, is yeah. even better for you, right? Yes. Which is even better for the Bears. Yeah. 
Well, I certainly don't think you should have been calling him before that, though, either. Make no mistake. I, yeah. That, would have, to me, would have been just as crazy. You, yeah. you're, the clock is your friend. Clock's your friend. Moment. No timeouts yeah. called, period. Yeah, but you guys yeah. watch all the games every yeah. Sunday. You know what happens. Teams yeah, come yeah. down and score. You have to then respond. That's how you win. That's how this league yeah. is won now. You like here's the thing. Last with they the were ball. saying all you had to get to the what the forty three. You're indoors to yeah. give yourself a chance. And and now if you if you uh, take the the return and you fair catch it, you're at the twenty five. You're not. It's not that crazy to think that you can gain forty yards to put yourself in position to at least attempt a field goal. If somehow you could have had like and a that's what And that's what's so aggravating because this isn't the first time we've seen him botch the end of a half, the end of a game, where he doesn't allow any chance for, the team, for his team to have any time to move the football down the field. So what you get is Justin Fields at the 25 with like 13 seconds, no hope, no timeouts, nothing, and that's it. Game over. Hail Mary play. It's terrible. Um, yeah, there was well, botched. The 20, he botched it all. Twenty-two seconds left. We have now. We have now botched the break. All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, do you want to re re re? When we come back to today, Junior, the Justin Fields stuff. I'll tell you what he did and what we predicted. Deal the Justin Fields predictions. I know I didn't predict the hundred yards rushing. I'll tell you that much. Well, you want to ruin it all. I'm just saying. I mean, it's I, you, I, I Carmen mean, it's and Abdallah surprise. both ruining the bit, Yurk. It's I you and I. Saying, you didn't predict the 100 yards rushing. You guys are mad at me for giving out the ending of that <laughs> crappy movie in the Osage. Right? Mad at me for giving the, re- right. the big reveal. All right. Fortunately, people were smart enough Sit to go tight. watch the stupid movie. Sit tight on the phones. We'll get your Bears calls in. Uh, and you can, can join us if you've got a thought on the way they handled that last minute or so. They should have been calling timeouts mm. earlier. Now we blew it by four minutes. It's Carmen and Yurk. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. All right, Yurko, before we return to the phones, go ahead and uh, give us the reveal. We made right. predictions for Justin's game. What it would on look Friday. like his first game back. That's right. On after Friday, a month we did off. So what did he do? He had 18 rushes for 104 yards. Right. He had 16 of 23 for 169 yards with one touchdown. Okay. So the reveal goes. Justin Fields, no name on this. That one's mine. 21 of 33 for 225 yards. Way off. Two touchdowns, one interceptions, 28 yards rushing. Way off. Yeah. I think that's Carmen. That's, that's mine. I just yeah, said that. That okay. is Carmen. You said no he, name. Yurko said no name. I said it's so, mine. Yeah. I, I don't think, I didn't think he was going to run as much coming off of an injury. And... Well, I'll tell you what, I almost nailed here. What'd you get? I almost nailed the uh, completion. 17 of 24. He was 16 wow. of 23. Wow, you only thought he would throw it 24 times. I had him for 246 yards. That didn't happen in three touchdowns. Whoa. 10 rushes for 85 yards. Close. And one tutty. Not bad. And I had the Bears winning 34 to 28. Mm. Carm had the uh, Detroit winning 27 to 20. Right. So that's where you may have been the closest. Might have been the closest. Now I go to a, another one that doesn't look like it was going into an envelope. Okay. Mr. Black, 23 of 36. Yeah, throwing a lot. 237, two touchdowns, two interceptions, eight rushes for 41 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Lions, 38, 27. Well, he almost nailed the Bears number. The yeah. Bears finished with 26. Yeah, 26. Good job. And then 21 of 35, one touchdown, 225 yards. This is Abdallah. Rushing yards, 63. Uh, one touchdown running, 27-10 Lions. So who won? Do we know? Um, <laughs> the way he had it, I think he believes he won. 
Really? No, I had Yurko with the closest. Oh, I was yeah. the closest. Yeah, I think Yurko's yeah. is right. probably. Because I shuffled him up for you. Oh, okay. That's what you did. Yeah. Also, I just realized my math didn't make sense. Yeah. Why not? What did you I do? had one touchdown in the air, one touchdown on the ground, and then only having 10 points. Okay, that's not good, Abdali. <laughs> yeah, well, that happens. That's a Travis Kelsey <laughs> I mean, mistake that, there, that buddy. That happens. Yeah. That's a Travis Kelsey. You better pay more attention. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I think we're all realistic in what we the expectations for the quarterback were in this game. Yeah, I think, you know, like a good bounce. Uh, I think we game. all I mean, realistic. You guys had Detroit winning all of you, and I had to stick with my of course my prediction of the Bears winning. Yeah. Oh, jeez. The best thing we got out of yesterday uh, was this gem from uh, Mark Schlereth. One of the things they say, you can't put two guys in one hole, and there they are right there. See all the guys? And that was so, a blitz. Yeah. Detroit brought a blitz. You and then put two guys way. in one hole. Exactly. Two guys were in one hole. And if you're playing a gap control defense, two dudes in one hole, it's not good. One of the things they say, you can't put two guys in one hole, and there they are right there. See all the guys? See, I see them all. See all I, the guys. I, by the Thank way, you. and I all. like that exercise because we were all realistic in what we thought mm-hmm. Justin Fields was going to be able to do. And if you had to hit that pass to Scott, yeah, dare I say, we've got exactly what we were looking for. Right there, baby. Exactly what we were looking for. Mark's in South Bend on ESPN 1000. Hey, Darn. Mark. Hey, guys, how you doing today? What's going on, Mark? Great. I think uh, in the last six games, uh, it was good to see Justin step it up, and it looks like it's it's looking up for him. And that step-up touchdown pass uh, to D.J. Moore was was great and uh, everything else. And if he stays healthy, the team wins, the defense is picking up. I have a sad feeling, though, in these last six games, if the Bears go three and three with, with fields, the offense and the defense stepping it up, that are uh, that uh, polls might keep the coaching staff around and give them credit for that and give them credit for when Bayesian was in to win two or four games. I'm afraid of that. I don't know, Mark. Uh, we've got like seven weeks, guys. The, 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 we got we got seven weeks. The one I'm looking forward and, to is and the then, bye week, and then we'll know. Um, we can play this guessing game all we want. I I, I, I think it'd be crazy to keep the coach. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't know that we can do this every single week, that we can beat our heads against the wall. Are they, what if they do this? What if they do that? Uh, I, 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 I think it'd be crazy. I don't know what else to say. Um, if they win four of their last, how many games do they have left? Six? What are they? They're eight and the Bears are three and eight. They've got six games six left. Six games left. If they win four of their last six, six, six are 11. you worried that the coach comes no. back? I, I, do, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, and I can't imagine a scenario that even if they win four games against Arizona and the Josh Dobbs-led Vikings and, uh, I don't know, what else could uh, the Atlanta Falcons, that that's going to save Matty Berflus' job? Could that be what they're thinking up there? With these people, you never know. So give it seven weeks. I don't know what else to say about it. But every week we're going to bang our head against the wall thinking, what if they do this? And what if they do that? We haven't seen enough through 6-22. and 22. You do And agree. you're going to throw out last year, really? You do agree. You do agree, though. They wanted to lose last year, which is what got them DJ Moore and what got them their right tackle. They lost intentionally last year. They won three games. They lost intentionally last year. I agree with you wholeheartedly. All they've won this year... After one year of an offseason is three games. 
and they have blown two games just, just in historic horrifically. fashion. Yes, horrifically. I tell you, though, if they won that game, today's narrative would have been, hey, there he is. Take a look so, at what they've done. So but they, they didn't. They I, lost. If they beat Josh Dobbs on Monday night, does the narrative no, change? No, no. Beating the Detroit Lions was the important thing. Beating the Lions was the important That's thing. That's true. Okay. And then playing better and giving me a better overall product as you move forward is another thing. But the way this team plays, it's hard to to believe that this quarterback can convince this team or he could uh, uh, maneuver them into victory. He showed me he can maneuver them into historic losses. He's taking victory. He's, 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 he's taking victory from the jaws of defeat. Is that right? He's, no, he's just, taking defeat from the jaws of victory. Snatch, well, it could go either way. Yeah, snatch, he snatched yeah. defeat from the jaws right. of victory. You're winning. We're winning Sometimes yesterday. Sometimes you snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. Yeah. Like, that's what the Lions did, didn't he they? Does, yeah, didn't the, they snatch victory right. from the jaws of and defeat? And we do it the opposite way. We and Eberflus does it the opposite way. There's no way in hell you can lose this game. Oh, here comes Eberflus. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Hold my watch, beer. Watch this guy. Watch this guy, coach. Eberflus says, hold my beer. Yeah. We'll be right back. To Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Another painful loss by our beloved Bears. They fall the three and eight. They're a three and a half point dog a week from tonight to wrap week 12. What a football uh, extravaganza we've got. Of course, the three Thanksgiving Day games, a Black Friday game in which Tim Boyle is the starter. I'm telling you, Bezos really must be Tim Boyle. Yeah, they bench Zach Wilson. I mean, he got no choice. Zach Wilson's just its terrible. He is so bad. So bad. Great. And you can't keep, you've said this, you can't keep looking that defense in the eye. But I mean, Tim Boyle? So uh, Amazon gets Tim Boyle for its Black Friday game. Good luck to you. At least they got the Dolphins. They're fun to watch. Congratulations. I mean, at the beginning of the year, this looked good. When you make of these course. schedules, yes. this game looked great that's at the beginning why, of the year. That's why yeah. he must be thinking he's cursed. Yeah. Maybe he's, so he's like, man, I shouldn't have sold my soul to Who's the devil for all these billions. Who's more cursed, Bezos or Eberflus? All these billions. <laughs> that's good. Uh, so we've got the three games on Thanksgiving, and then you've got the Friday game, and then Sunday, the, the Bears wrap Monday night. Uh, Josh Dobbs came crashing back down to earth. The Broncos still almost screwed that up last night, and they didn't cover. Had the uh, Broncos minus two and a half. Uh, you knew that was going to play out that way. Minus two and a half. They go down. They take a one-point lead. Of course, they can't get the conversion because that yeah. offense is terrible. Right. Cortland Sutton's awesome, but come on with that offense. you got to be kidding. I don't know what, Sean. And I don't even know what that. that I, did you see the, the, the two-point conversion attempt? Well, I don't understand what's happened to Sean. I mean, I love Sean Payton, but what are we it doing? It looked like a Getsy call. What, what the hell was that, Chris? What, was, it was, was it a run? It yeah, it was a run. It was a run, was a run to the left, but it was essentially, there, it was just like man-on-man blocking, but there was no there was no lead blocker. None. And it was it from is. the shotgun, so you were already starting from a loss of yardage. He had a shotgun little, like, toss left that he had nothing in front. It was he had stupid. Literally, there was nowhere for him to go. <laughs> I'm like, that's your two-point conversion play? I saw that it, last night, Carmen. I was like, oh, the Bears are on like six of those today. And I and I knew it was going to happen because uh, I could have covered the three with the successful yeah. one. I'm like, ah, I know how this is going to go. And I had a good weekend, so I shouldn't complain. But it's like, I know how this is going to go. What are you doing? By the way, the Bears couldn't pitch, pick up the 32, the blitzer that was coming off the corner that was hiding oh, behind everybody. We talked about Brian Branch last right. week a lot. But he was uncovered, and they were making the commitment to go ahead and come after the Chicago Bears. And didn't have anybody to block him. That's the way it goes. 
don't know if you saw Tevin Jenkins one time on a blitz blocked two guys. I love Tevin. Hey, Jenkins blocked two guys. He blocked the lineman. And then? Stymied him. And then got a left arm over and stymied the blitzer. In oh, essence, boy. slowed the guys down so Justin could get the ball off. That a boy. That's being a man. That's not saying, oh, I got my job. No, he realized, hey, I got my guy, but if I can slow this guy down a little bit, I'm going to do yeah, both. Good for and he did. So that's what kind of effort you're looking from your people. Not, hey, I got my zone. Right. But common sense, I won't let common sense dictate what I should do. Because it should when you're out on a football field. Good for Tevin Jenkins. Marcus is in Minneapolis. What's up, Marcus? What's up, guys? How are you, man? Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, we got you. What's up? All right, so look, the whole season, right, because I'm sure everybody else has been thinking. I have, I, I didn't know who to blame, and I said, is it the coaches? Is it the player? I couldn't tell. But after Bayes played four games, we've seen him start high and go low. And then after yesterday's game, I've come to the conclusion it's definitely the coaches. Now, two things. I'll just go over the offense and the defense quick. Because one coach can 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 make the same. Um, the Bears won three games. A different coach can have this team with a completely different record because we had a talent. First off, one thing I noticed, we run everything in a shotgun. When you're icing the game yesterday, you run straight into the middle of the defense. You're not under center. You could have ran under center, ran a boot, threw it to the tight end in the flat, a safe throw. Could have got you some yards. You're just running predictable plays, run 15 seconds off the clock. And then my last thing is, for God's sake, I don't know why everyone – you got Alex Brown and Lance Breeze. The only thing they know is the cover two defense. They could never be coaches. Respect. I say that with respect. They were great in that system, but it's, it's no system. They don't know anything else but the cover two. The cover two, to me, it disguises it, – it's for, like, players like cornerbacks or, or defensive backs that they're not, they're not really talented. You can't play one-on-one, so you're not showcasing your real skill. It's like a zone in the NBA. You're hiding players that can't play defense. Look at the Vikings. Okay, I'm in Minnesota. I'm born and raised in Chicago, but I'm in, in Minnesota. You have the Vikings running an aggressive defense. If you have cornerbacks with one-on-one talent, stop running a cover scheme. Get Flus out of there, man. Get Getsky out of there. Get both of them. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Marcus. Boy, that that, that Vikings defense is aggressive. Yeah, I have does. a feeling that's going to happen. He is just uh, – Brian Flores is like, we're going to basically blitz on every snap. <laughs> the hell with it. We're just bringing <laughs> it. That, that, that's it. Uh, let's see. 312-332-3776 is the number if you want to ring us up. Brandon's in Fort Campbell. What's up, Brandon? Yuriko, my man, I, I owe you an apology, man. Yeah, see, he almost called it, Brandon. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 if you feel like you have to give one, go ahead. Um, but Dude, ultimately, they lost the game. Well, not only that, yesterday, in my enraged phone call to oh, you and Miss Peggy, yeah. called I called you car, man. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. That happened, but you're <laughs> a handsome-looking fella. I mean, listen. <laughs> hey, thank you. Everything. I was like, man, I must have lost some weight. Like, what's going on here? Car, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's a it's a it's an unforgivable mistake by me. I've spoke to you guys long enough to not to make this mistake. But, you were you know, shocked. I hope, Let's you, face I hope it. you can forgive me. You were you, shocked. You have been forgiven, my friend. The Bears have a tendency yeah. to do that to us. Thank you, thank you. But also, guys, one thing that grinded my gears continued till today is that I cannot believe. All right, how Marcus, we- hold up, buddy. We gotta we gotta run because we got uh, Matty Rafflu stepping hey, in the podium. Just so here we go. what I said yesterday. Uh, really. Really uh, pleased with the guys for the 54 minutes that we played uh, in Detroit. You know, uh, did a lot of good things, and we certainly showed those uh, in the team meeting uh, today. And uh, I want to commend those guys for for the effort that they put out there. And 
Then obviously the last the last couple uh, series there offensively and defensively, you know we got to do a better job of finishing, and you know we showed the guys that in the unit meetings and and uh, took accountability, um, you know as players and, and coaches of how we got to finish better, and uh, that's a big part of the learning process, and uh, we just need to uh, do a good job of, of really focusing on that on the individual improvement on the unit pro- improvements, and then the, how to finish those games out the right way. Uh, but uh, like I said, we took the ball away. Uh, did a nice job uh, with that. Uh, we didn't capitalize on the first ones you know, that we got, uh, but in the second half we did in the third quarter, got 10 points off of those takeaways. Um, so that was really good. And uh, you know, the guys are just sticking together. You know, They're all in a, in a mode right now where you know, they got to get their minds, their bodies, and their spirits right to move forward um, into this next game. You know, get a bit, Got a big challenge ahead of us in Minnesota. Uh, so that's where it is right now. I uh, really don't have any injury updates um, for you right now. We'll know more. Um, that'll come out, I believe, Thursday because it's a Monday game. Um, but uh, we'll see where those, those guys that are injured, we'll see where they are, and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, with that, open up to questions. Matt, the, the three plays you guys called after Justin had the long run to get in the field goal range, Justin has a long run on yeah. the 14, then you guys run it three times. What's the thought process between just decide to run it three times and not let Justin try to throw for that? Yeah, you know, it was, uh, we, th- we love those plays that we had there, and uh, even the one on third down. You know, we thought we could pop that. Uh, for the third down, and, and you know, I think it was third and seven potentially. Yep, there, and uh, we liked that. He could have had a disconnect on that one, but uh, decided to hand it off. I think the 34 was there waiting for him, uh, but uh, we thought we could pop that one. So that's that's where it was. Man, you talked about players and coaches taking responsibility. What what is the your responsibility, the coaching staff's responsibility in games like this or the Denver game where a late lead goes away? Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, you, you, you got to take responsibility for, you know, we got to, it's our charge as, as coaches to put the guys in position, you know, and, and that's, and then it's the player's job to make the plays. And uh, you're always looking at that, you know, that's always a big part of it. And like I said, for, you know, almost, uh, you know, 56 minutes, we did that. You know, we were putting the guys in position. They were making plays. You know, we owned a time of possession. We took the ball away, gave our guys a short field. We had, you know, gave ourselves a big lead. And, uh, we got to continue to do that as we go forward, and it's it's always hand in hand. It's always like I always say it's always coach and player, player and coach. So the breakdown of, of playing and coaching all at once at the end of the game. Yeah, when it works, it's it's uh, it's good coaching and good playing, right? When it doesn't, uh, it's you got you got to both accept responsibility for that, and that's called accountability and responsibility to your teammates, and that's what we do. What yeah, specifically, we do. what specifically should you have handled differently yesterday as the game fell apart? In, in what respect? Your respect. As far, as far as coaching, I mean, you are looking at the film, you're trying to analyze, yeah. you, you want players to watch film and then extract lessons from what went wrong. Sure. So from your standpoint, last four or five minutes yep. or maybe the fourth quarter at large. Yeah, I mean, it's... You've handled different. Yeah, there's, there, you always look at things. You know, you always look and say, hey, sh- you know, should I call this? Should I call that? Should I be more aggressive here? Um, less aggressive there? You know, it's, it's like when you have the end of the half at the New Orleans game, New Orleans game, right? They went, you know, I think it was three and out or maybe four and out. That was, that was good execution by the players. It was a good call by the, by the, whoever this coordinator was. And that was, that would be me. And then if it was at the end of the game for the Carolina game to seal the deal in the game, that there was some good calls and good execution. And that's what it comes down to. You know, you got to have the right calls and put your guys in position. And for the Carolina game, we did that. You know, we went uh, three and out right there at the end there. Those last three plays, they decided to kick for a field goal. They missed it. And then we sealed the deal on offense with a nice third down and seven, I believe it was, to Mooney. And, again, so it's really about that. It's about putting guys in position, and it's about, it's about making plays as a player.